Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 70 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Today is April 9th, 2022. I'm Warren Carr, alongside with my hosts, Fidan and Austin Pinto. In our today's podcast, we'll be talking about the announcements that will be followed by the Android Basics segment. And then I conclude this episode with the theme from TalkBack Highlights. Austin, what's going on with you? So what's with me is that my house rebuilding and my house development is completed. There is very, very little work left, and I'll be shifting into the new house by Easter Sunday. So that's what is all. So it's all over. Miss Dunn, how about you? Well, it's been very sunny here this week, and we've had a lot of wind, uh, which was like a toddler having a tantrum. It broke the canopy that goes over my swing seat in the garden, but it hasn't broken the actual seat so, yeah, I've been doing music this week. I'm taking part in a service tomorrow with a choir and another service at my normal church. So, yeah, I'm busy doing lots of things. Life is good. Wonderful. The good thing, though, is that you are not sitting in there. So the wind didn't carry you away. Um, uh, you are probably in your house when all that wind was blowing, right? I was, yes. And my mum came for a visit the other day as well. And we went to the garden and she said, oh, your canopy's your ripped. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was still there, but it was in a very sorry state. And there was some very bent metal bent in ways it really shouldn't be. And uh, yeah. Oh, dear. It's quite an old swing seat. So it's not like it was a brand new one that's broken, but it's still... A bit annoying, but, you know, first world problems. Yeah, you know, sometimes things happen for good because now it's going to make you get a better one. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. new one would even have uh, Bluetooth connectivity, so play music on there. Who knows? <laughs> well, on a swing seat, <laughs> you could have an app for, like, stereo speakers above your head Exactly. Or that, that's my whole point. <laughs> mm. So you never could tell. Uh, when things happen, we oftentimes think something bad happens, but then in reality, it turns out to be for the better. So I hope that you get a better canopy or since the seat is there, it's just a canopy that's bad, then yep. you just get a new one. Yeah, the seat's fine. I was sitting on it today. Um in my, I was in the sun, but I was in my coat because there's still a bit of a chilly breeze. Yeah. Well, for us here, though, we uh, this week has been rather odd because we got a couple, uh, four feet of snow um, wow. for the week. And it's kind of like a little bit like 15 minutes away from here, the higher elevations. And it's good for us because that's good water for irrigation. But boy, it's kind of making it really cold here in the valley. And then we're a little bit concerned about our fruit crop because what that means is that it will either make apples to be spotted or, you know, cherries may say, hey, it's a little too cold. But we hope, though, that uh, it's going to warm up a little bit or whatever, but it's going to be cold for quite a while. I never realized until I spoke to you how, how cold it gets there. Wow, that's 
Yeah. So, I mean, in the 20s, that's kind of cold for this time of year. Yeah, because that's, well, that's below zero centigrade, isn't it? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's cold. <laughs> and Austin, since you're coming back to your house, are you guys going to be having a party? In other words, uh, celebrating the renovation of the house, everything is back in order. Are you guys going to throw a little party, maybe uh, invite the podcast crew? You know, yeah, can we come a, a virtual tour for uh, you know, whatever? Uh, if we can come in, in person, we could at least uh, get like a virtual tour. What do you think? The the podcast cr uh, crew is always welcome, so yeah, we are going to throw a party, and the podcast crew and all the listeners can definitely get a virtual tour of the house. <laughs> all right, good, beautiful. Is is it since it's going to be ready on Easter Sunday? Is it going to be in the shape of an Easter egg? Your house now. It was, but it's, a, it's in the shape of a normal house. Normal house. Oh well, that's a bit boring. Yeah, but it's probably yeah. better to live in, though. Really. Yeah, it's better than. We now turn our attention to the announcements segment. Austin, what do we have for announcements? For the announcements, so as of now, we have not received any email registration for episode 75. And we request everyone to register for episode 75. You can attend it live and you can be registered in the history of blind and red users. As a listener, you can uh, chat with other listeners and share your story, share your problems and everything gets recorded. And we upload it on YouTube and other podcasting hosts. So definitely register by sending in an email to contact us at blindandreadusers.com. The next announcement is that we have a, not we, but there's a conference going on called DroidCon. And it's a world-famous conference. This year, people from Google and all will be there in the conference. And Warren, do you like to speak more about it? Now, before I talk about the DroidCon coming up in San Francisco this year, I do want to add or tag on a little bit to what Austin has said about our 75th anniversary. This is just similar to what we had when we had our 25th, which was our silver celebration, and then the 50th, which was our golden. So if you've been to one of those celebrations, you know what it all entails. And if you haven't been, then we encourage you to. And this is a time where we get together and just simply celebrate bread, have a good laugh together and just chat about whatever. And then we publish it later on on our YouTube channel. Now back to the DroidCon coming up this year in San Francisco, I guess because of the pandemic, this thing hasn't taken place in a couple of years. And so this is the first time though, that it's going to be returning to the Bay Area. And if you're not familiar with DroidCon, it's something that I think got incepted back in 2009. And they met in different places like Germany or uh, Kenya and other places. And these guys actually seem to be doing a lot of good work out there, donating computers to computer labs in different schools, even including the building of schools and things like that. So this year, as Austin said, a couple guys from uh, Google would be there uh, as keynote speakers and so we'll give you more of that information once we get the dates for this uh, convention coming up. Uh, but we're just giving you a heads up that that's going to be coming up this year. It's going to be in person. But if you can't, you can always join through the virtual one 
using Zoom or whatever method they're going to be using. So we'll give you more information in our next episode once we have all the uh, uh, things sorted out and all the information that we needed. That's it for DroidCon. Can I just say it sounds like it's a con version of Android. It's not a very good name, really, is it? It it doesn't sound like a conference. It, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds a bit dodgy, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm sure it's not, but the name's a bit unfortunate. I think the con, though, is just a short uh, cut or short form for uh, conference or convention. You know, people try to yeah. sound hip. You know, they probably should have called it conf then or something <laughs> because con just sounds like somebody dodgy is trying to sell you loads of cheap phones <laughs> that don't work properly or something. Ah, droid con. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cons going on there um, <laughs> uh, prior to the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all those texts that say you need to pay lo- lots of money for a COVID test. And it's like, no, I don't. You're just sending me spam. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But so that's what's going on. And uh, they're resuming this year in person in, in the Bay Area. Let's now move on to our Android Basics segment. And this week, we continue with the notification settings, which is found by going to the system settings and the notifications. Last week, we started on this subject matter. And this week, we're going to be talking about three items. Ed is going to be talking about conversation and notification delays. And then I'll be talking about the famous do not disturb. Now, guys, before we get these things rolling, do you guys have any comments about conversations or do not disturb? I think these are very important parts of the notification uh, center. I've got something about this, actually, which is that there's a big difference between how my um, Samsung Galaxy S9 and my S20 FE work with this because when you put the S9 onto Do Not Disturb, some apps still get through and you still get some pings and dings, which is not good if you're in church or asleep or just anywhere where you don't want all those noises. Whereas my S20 FE, if you put it on Do Not Disturb, it's properly on that mode it's much better so with the newer samsung phones it works properly um i don't know about other types of android phone but i just thought that was worth mentioning in case somebody with say an s9 or possibly an s10 you know an older phone from a couple of years ago puts their phone on do not disturb and thinks oh i haven't done it properly because it hasn't worked no it isn't you it's the phone i'm afraid so when i need an earlier phone to not disturb me at all I have to put the ringer on silent that's the only way to guarantee the silence unfortunately that's a very interesting uh, point you made there Fee because in reality uh, if that is happening then you want to make sure you exclude them I know that in my demonstration of the do not disturb you have a way of choosing which apps you want to let it override that do not disturb so I'm wondering maybe there's something in there that one could uh, further customize, but that's how you go about it. You can choose to add apps that you would like to override that rule if you wanted to. But um, 
at least that's how it works on like uh, pixely phones. Uh, Austin, do you see it happening at yours? Or, but I know it doesn't happen in mine because unless I specifically say, hey, allow WhatsApp or Telegram uh, to make noises during this rule. Yeah, it's WhatsApp that was the the rogue app in my S9. And I'm sure at the time when I first noticed it, I went to do not disturb and it didn't have WhatsApp in the allowed list. So it was very annoying. No, it makes sense because at least now we know who the culprit is. So if it's WhatsApp that's doing this, there may be some something there in its settings that may say, hey, you know, when I'm in a do not disturb mode, try to obey that rule and then we'll be good buddies. But if you don't, I'm not going to be happy with you. Yeah, it's funny, though. The S20 FE just never did that stupid thing. So maybe the software is just much better now. I have two comments regarding this. The first comment regarding S9 and the S22 is the context might be set to override do not disturb. So you have a feature in which some contacts are allowed to call you or message you even when your phone is in do not disturb. So that might be enabled. The next comment that I have is the most easiest phone to put in do not disturb is the OnePlus series of phones, not the OnePlus Nord 2 because there is no alert slider. But the other OnePlus phones is all you need to do is just flick the alert slider on top of the power button to the third position or the position to the top of the phone and your phone is in do not disturb. So that is the most easiest phone to put in do not disturb. I do miss that um, as an, you know, an Apple feature where there's a switch on the side and you can just flick it to put the phone on silent. I wish more Android phones would have that. And I think that the OnePlus even does it better than what Apple has because you have three sliders in the OnePlus. Um, you have the ring mode, you have the vibration mode, and the total silence mode. So they're even better than what that is Apple better. has implemented. Yeah. Much better, yes. And now here's Ed presenting Conversations. Hello, everyone. I'm Ed Green. And I'm here with another video about notification settings. This time, I'm going to show you the conversations section of the notification settings. Last time, you might recall we had a look at app settings, where you could go and customize notifications, including notification sound, a priority level, on a per-app basis. Now, that's fine. But conversation settings allows you to do it per conversation regardless of what app your conversation might be in. So you might be someone who uses messages, you might use Facebook Messenger, you might use WhatsApp, you might use Telegram, Signal, Threema, Slack, any of these things. So instead of having to go and configure this on a per app basis, uh, Android I think it came in Android 11, uh, has a nice grouping where you can reach similar settings that we were looking at last time, but via a conversation view rather than an app view. So I'm in my notification settings now, and we're looking for... Conversations. No priority conversations. You'll recall we talked about priority levels last time. It's telling me that I haven't flagged any conversations here as priority. Uh, so I'm going to go in here, and we'll take a little look what we've got. Settings. Conversations out of list. Navigate up button. Non-priority conversations heading and list. Non-priority conversations. 
So they're all non-priority. You heard it on the uh, little uh, icon, so I didn't have any priority conversation. And I've got various different groups in here. Firstly, I have... Conversations that you've made changes to. That's slightly odd. Conversations I've made changes to. Uh, I think that must just mean conversations I've recently received messages for. And I'll swipe through these and you'll see from what TalkMac says that they're from various different apps. Andy Williams, chats notifications. Andy Williams, dad, incoming messages, default settings. Dad, pins, incoming messages, default settings. Mother, incoming messages, podcast crew, internal notifications, podcast crew. So it doesn't always tell you what app those are from, but one of them was a messenger message. That was the one that said chats. You had various ones from Google Messages itself that reported themselves as messaging. And this last one from the podcast crew is our Telegram channel. Um, I'll just carry on going down this list because another grouping of things is going to appear in a minute. Recent conversations heading. So recent conversations. So these are these are another another grouping, and I'll just carry on flicking. Clear recent conversations button. Clear recent conversations. So I can clear this list if I want to. EE incoming messages default settings. Clear button. EE is um, one of the phone networks I'm with. I'm going to go into this uh, just to show you an example. And you'll recognize this view. It's very similar uh, to the one on app settings if you watched that video. So this is just another route to get at the same settings. With a bit of a twist at the end, I'll show you. EE incoming messages default settings. Settings. EE out of list. Navigate up button. EE messages default settings and list. EE button priority. Priority. So here are our three default levels, priority, default, and silent. Uh, what I hadn't realized last time, uh, because it's not something I'd ever, ever see particularly, but if you have a picture of a contact uh, and you designate a conversation from that contact as a priority, the picture is shown instead of the app icon that the conversation came from. So quite helpful, I suppose. It'll catch the eye for uh, uh, people with low vision and indeed fully sighted users. Although I doubt many of those are listening to this. But yeah, if you set a conversation as priority and have a picture of the person saved who is sending you a message, then you will see a picture of that person rather than, as I say, the app icon uh, from which the message originated. Selected button default merit button silent silent. So there we go. The three notification options as we saw last week. Pop on screen when devices unlocked. Show notifications as a banner across the top of the screen. On switch. Pop sound default notification sound sound. Lock screen. Show sensitive content only when unlocked. Lock screen. Show notification dot on switch. Blink light on switch. Vibration on switch. Vibrata conversation. Remove from the conversation section. So sometimes it seems as though notifications which aren't conversations can erroneously appear in this list. So if you're in your conversation list and you think, actually, that's, that's not a conversation, uh, I don't want to see this, uh, you can clear it. It matters because conversation notifications are grouped together uh, in Android 11 and above. So they will be grouped differently to the rest of your notifications. So if that is not a conversation, you might want to come here and clear it. Um, as I say, priority notifications are grouped separately. Again, they will all be at the top of your list but yeah as conversation notifications are grouped separately then it can be worth clearing this if you spot something in here which is not a notification so that's all there is to see here as i say predominantly just a different view to get to some of the settings we looked at last week and one more from ed this time notification delays 
I'm Ed Green and I want to talk a little bit about a problem you might encounter with your Android device and that is that on occasion notifications may appear to be delayed. This isn't always a big deal depending on the app but it may well be if the notification is a conversation you're expecting a message or if you're a sports fan and you want notification on real-time scores and you're not getting them come through. There are a few things I suggest you try. I'm not going to demo any of them right now uh, because we either have demoed them already in previous episodes or we will be doing in future ones when we come to the relevant bit of settings. However, I thought I'd cover the topic because it is relevant to notifications. The most likely causes of notification delays are probably battery optimization and restricting an app's access to data. I'd start with battery optimization first, particularly if you do have limited data. The first thing you might want to do is to check that the app you want to have uh, the ability to send as instant notifications as possible isn't being optimized. Now, probably the quickest way to do that is to uh, double tap and hold on the app, either in your apps list or on your home screen, choose app info, and then you may need to choose app info in settings, depending on how much you get. That will be an additional option, which will expand. Within there, you will have an option for battery. And if you double tap on that, you'll have some radio buttons, uh, and it'll probably be unrestricted, optimized or restricted. I suggest for uh, apps whose notifications or whose timely delivery of notifications you care about anyway, you set this to unrestricted. If that doesn't solve the problem, you might want to go into your phone's battery settings and turn off adaptive battery. This is meant to uh, stop apps you don't use very often from consuming battery power unnecessarily. But again, it has been cited as a reason why apps you do care about, notifications might uh, get delayed. So if the previous method didn't solve the problem, going to settings, battery, and turn off adaptive battery. Obviously, the more changes you make to your phone's battery optimization settings, the less time your phone is probably going to last before it needs charging again. That may or may not be an issue depending on your ready access to power, portable power banks, or the rest of it, how much capacity your phone had in the first place with battery optimized. So, you know, be aware that these changes probably aren't uh, free goods, so to speak. You will notice uh, potentially uh, you're getting less power from your phone, uh, or sorry, you're getting less time on, on your phone's charge. But if this is a problem, then I would look at this. The other one I mentioned was unrestricted data. So, so, so if an app which relies on an internet connection, as most notification apps probably will, um, is unable to send you uh, notifications in a timely fashion, can that app use data in the background? Again, as I said earlier, be careful if you're on limited data. But if you do want to change this, uh, this is a section I recorded a few weeks ago, but you would go into settings, apps, and special app access, uh, scroll down to unrestricted data, and add whatever app you want to that special app access permission. As I say, I did do uh, a demo on this a little while back. You can find it on a previous podcast episode, or indeed, 
on our YouTube channel. If you found other solutions to notification delays, why not let us know? Those are the, uh, the three common uh, off-sited solutions to this problem. Thanks so much for that, Ed. And you guys have a better understanding of both. And now here is my part where I demonstrated the do not disturb. Hi, this is Warren Carr and this is demonstrating do not disturb. This has been renamed to priority mode in Android 13. If you're using Android 12 or lower, however, the name is still do not disturb. I'll now navigate my way to the Do Not Disturb since this is being done on an Android 12 powered device in the way of the Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1 with speech services from Google as the powering TTS engine. I'll now move to Do Not Disturb right here within the notification settings found within the system settings. Do Not Disturb on. We'll go ahead and tap here. Do not disturb. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I am now in the Do Not Disturb page. And I'll just go through the items found here and focus on some of those that are of importance. Here are the items that we find within the Do Not Disturb area. I'll put my finger down and go through these items and then we'll go into those that matter the most. Do Not Disturb. Only get notified by important people and apps in list. So when we're talking about the do not disturb, we're talking about those times that you don't want any interruptions from anyone. However, you could choose special people that you would like to be able to reach you even at those times that you don't want anyone to disturb you. And that is what we're talking about here. You could also add apps that you think are of importance to you that you just can't do without notifications from those apps. So here are the items that we find within this Do Not Disturb area. Turn off now button. I have mine turned on because I don't want sounds to be coming through while I'm doing this demonstration, but typically by default, this will not be turned on. I have it turned on because I'm doing this recording. Next. What can interrupt do not disturb heading? So the question here is, what would you want to override that do not disturb? In other words, people or apps that you would like to be able to give permission to, to interrupt or, you know, override that do not disturb. So here we go. People. Some people can interrupt. Here we have people and it says some people can interrupt. If we tap here, because it's important, we can see which people you can choose to interrupt and how you can go about uh, setting that up. Before you have people that can override this Do Not Disturb, however, you would want to make sure that in your phone app or your contacts app that you have set those people as those that are your favorites. In other words, you want to set some people as favorites and that would mark them as being starred and when you come back here, when you choose the people that will not be affected by the do not disturb, then you will see whether you should allow the start 
persons or people and things like that. Let's go ahead and tap here and make sense of what I'm talking about. People, navigate up, button, out of list. Conversations that can interrupt, heading, in list. And we have? Conversations, priority conversations. You could choose the priority conversations that you would like to override this. Who can interrupt, heading? And who can interrupt? Here are the choices. Calls, starred contacts. We have calls and the starred contacts should be able to interrupt. If I tab here. Calls, navigate up, button, out of list. Selected, radio button, starred contact. We have starred contacts. And to the right of each of these radio buttons is the settings. Settings, button. Then our next radio button. Not selected. Radio button, anyone, all calls can reach you. So you have anyone, that means anyone can reach you. Not selected. Radio button, none. Or none. Allow repeat callers. If the same person calls a second time within a 15-minute period, off, switch. So in other words, if you have set some do not disturb rule and then someone persistently calls you, maybe during the do not disturb period, and it's important, then you could turn this feature on so that if someone keeps calling you over and over during that do not disturb period, it should be able to ring through. Let's go back. People. The next item has to do with messages, and it's the same idea. Messages. Starred contacts. You tap there to go choose the starred contacts or none or whatever that you want. Do not disturb will stay on until you turn it off. Let's go back. Do not disturb. People. Some people can interrupt, enlist. We are back to people, and the next item here below the people would be... Apps. No apps can interrupt. Apps. You could choose some apps that you would like to be able to interrupt you here. For instance, if I tap here... Apps. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Showing items 1 to 4 of 4. And... No apps selected. Enlist. There's no app that can reach me during my Do Not Disturb. However, if I want some apps to be able to get through and override that Do Not Disturb, then all I needed to do is to simply tap on this. Add apps. Go ahead and tap on Add apps. I'll tap here for example and you'll see the apps that are available that could be added to the overriding of the Do Not Disturb. Apps. Out of list. Showing items 1 to 13 of 166. I am told that there are a total of 166 apps here that I could add to override my Do Not Disturb rule. And here are some of the apps. Adobe Acrobat. Adaptive Connectivity Sur- Add Voice Allowed Re- Amex. Amazon Shopping. So let's say I want to add Amazon to the list of apps that I would like to override a Do Not Disturb, for example. I don't know why I would want to do that, but let's say I want to do that just because I don't want to miss any sales. Absolutely crazy. I'll tap here. 
Do not disturb. Navigate up. Button out of list. Upon tapping on Amazon Shopping, we're now on a page where we have switches found on the right side of the phone, and these have to do with notifications. By default, they are off, and so you need to turn those switches on in order for them to override the Do Not Disturb. Notifications that can interrupt heading. Allow all notifications off switch. Let's allow all notifications. Notifications. Off notifications switch. Or notifications switch off. Now I do not want to override my do not disturb by Amazon, so I'll just go back from here. Apps, Amazon shopping. We're back to the list of apps, and I'll go back again. Do not disturb apps. No apps can interrupt in list. The next thing here is. Alarms and other interruptions. Alarms, events, and reminders can interrupt. Here we find things like alarm and other events and things like that. It is important to go in here because here also has switches for things that may be of importance to you. For example, if you want to be able to listen to your book at night while your partner is sleeping or people in your household are sleeping, but you would like to be able to use your headset, then we need to go in here to make sure that we have those things turned on, or else while you're listening to something and your do not disturb schedule kicks in. The book you are listening to may go dead. Let's go ahead and tap here and see what I'm talking about. Alarms and other interruptions. Navigate up. Button out of list. Let's now go ahead and see the things that are allowed in here. Alarms on switch in list. Alarms are switched on by default. Media sounds. Sounds from videos, games, and other media off switch. That's the one that I'm talking about. So, for instance, if you want to be able to listen to YouTube while people in your household are sleeping, or you want to be able to hear that book that you're reading or whatever, this by default is turned off. And so, if you don't turn it on, you're not going to be able to hear what's going on. I've had this problem many times when I'm trying to demonstrate something with my do not disturb mode on, and then I realize that it is not working. Let's move to the next. Touch sounds, sounds from the keyboard and other buttons off switch. If you have sounds that you want to be able to hear, you could turn this on. Reminders on switch. Reminders is turned on. Calendar events on switch. And the calendar events are also turned on. That's the last item within this area. Let's go back now again. Do not disturb. Alarms and other interruptions. Alarms, events, and reminders can interrupt in list. Let's move on now to the next item. Schedules heading. Here is our schedule heading. And schedules are important because then you can set as to when your do not disturb turns on. For instance, I have mine set to turn on at 10 o'clock every night. You could choose which days you would like it to turn on at and or if you want it to happen every time every day at 10 o'clock p.m. or whatever time that you choose. Let's go ahead and take a look. Apps. No app. Schedules. Three schedules set. 
Here I have something that says three schedules set. I need to tab here. Schedules. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. This now takes me to my scheduling page. And here I'll see the items that I have scheduled to automatically turned on. For example, I just give an example of me sleeping at 10 o'clock or rather having it turned on at 10 o'clock. Here are the items that I'm talking about. Schedules. Sleeping. On. Checked. Checkbox. I have an item that I labeled sleeping. And to the right of that is the settings. I could tap on that settings to either go change the name from sleeping to something else. Settings. If I tap here on this settings. Schedule. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I am on that page of the scheduling that is called sleeping. Use schedule. On. Switch. In list. And I have a switch here that is turned on. Edit. Button. I have the edit, which means if I tap here, I'll be changing the name of this schedule from sleeping to something else. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Sleeping. Showing Gboard. And Schedule Name. Editing. Sleeping. Edit box. Enter schedule name. So I could change that name to something else. But I'm going to keep mine as sleeping. So I'll go ahead and tap on cancel. Cancel. Button. Keyboard hidden. Schedule. Edit. Button. In list. After edit, we've got Delete. Button. Delete to the right of that. Days. Sun. Mon. Tuesday. Wed. Two. Fry. Sat. And you could change that. Basically, you'll be interacting with the clock and the days that you would like this to be effective on. Start time, 10 p.m. Here's my starting time, and you tap here to activate that clock. I'll go back now that you understand what this is all about. Schedules. Settings. In list. The next item we have here is... Event. Off. Events are off. Gaming. On. Gaming is on. I'm not a gamer. And below that, we have Add More. Add More. And those are the things that you could set to override and things like that. I'm going to go back. Do not disturb. Schedules. Three schedules set. Next, below that, we have the general heading. General. Heading. Duration for quick settings until you turn off. In other words, as I have turned on my do not disturb manually, it's going to stay in that do not disturb mode even if I restart my Ring phone. Ring or silent. So in order for me to uh, have that go away, I have to manually go turn that off. That's what that is all about. But this does not apply to scheduled do not disturb rules that one sets. So if I have my schedule set for do not disturb to turn on at 10 o'clock in the nighttime and go off at 7 a.m., that will automatically turn on. And at 7 a.m., it will go off. That's what that is all about. Let's now move to the last item here. And that has to be 
Display options for hidden notifications. No visuals or sound from notifications. In other words, do you want to hear some sounds or do you want to see things visually on the screen when the do not disturb mode is set on? Let's go ahead and tap here and see the choices or options that we have. Display options for hidden notifications. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I'll put my finger down. Display options for hidden notifications. When do not disturb is on, heading, in list. So when do not disturb is on, these are the things I want to see. Not selected. Radio button. No sound from notifications. You will see notifications on your screen. So it says no sounds, but you can see the notifications on your settings if that's what you want. Or the next radio button. Selected. Radio button. No visuals or sound from notifications. You won't see or hear notifications. And that's the one that I chose because I don't want to see any notifications or hear any sounds. Because if I don't and I have my screen reader running and those visuals show up on the screen, of course my screen reader is going to say, hey, I see something here. So I got mine set to none of that. Not selected. Radio button. Custom. And the last one is the custom. And here's the information about all that do not disturb and things like that. Your phone won't show. Vibrator makes sound for new or existing notifications. Keep in mind, critical notifications for phone activity and status will still appear. When you turn off do not disturb, find missed notifications by swiping down from the top of your screen. And that's all about do not disturb. Now you know who to allow to disturb you and who not to allow. That is the understanding of the do not disturb. We now conclude the episode with my highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 32. In our last installment, installment 31, we started the two-finger gestures. Today, we continue with that heading. For this demonstration, I'll be using my Pixel 4, running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. For speech services, I'll be utilizing the Google Speech Services. I am on the home screen and will now navigate my way to the TalkBack menu by tapping with three fingers to activate the TalkBack menu. TalkBack menu. I am in the TalkBack menu and will now tap on the TalkBack settings to go into TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Here is TalkBack settings and I'll tap here. TalkBack settings. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. We are now in the TalkBack settings. The next thing I'll do is put two fingers in the middle of the phone and then glide those fingers upwards and scroll down the page. I'll now scroll down the page. Showing items 3 to 14 of 14. The next thing I'm looking for here is the customized gestures. I'll put my finger down and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Here is the Customize Gestures. I will tap here to activate Customize Gestures. 
Customize gestures. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. I am now on the customization page for the gestures. And now I will use one finger by swiping down, which will take me to the two finger heading gesture. If you want to change your granularity to the headings granularity, then all you need to do is do it in one of three ways. That is, either you swipe up and down using one finger in one fluid movement, or you could swipe down from the top with three fingers, or swipe from left to right or right to left with three fingers. As I've indicated many times, I prefer the scrubbing of one finger up and down to change my granularities. And I am already in the headings granularity, and all I need to do now is simply swipe down with one finger until I hear two finger gestures. I'll now swipe down and move through those headings. One finger, heading, in list. Here's my one finger. One finger back and forth, heading. I'll swipe down again. One finger angle, heading. Showing items 7 to 16 of 51. I'll swipe down one more time. Two fingers, heading. Showing items 16 to 26 of 51. I am now on the two finger gesture heading. The last one we saw last week under this heading was the single tap with two fingers to pause and resume speech. Today we'll be looking at the double tap with two fingers to either pause or replay music or even answer calls. Some have dubbed this the magic tap. Let's now go ahead and take a look at this gesture. Double tap with two fingers, play or pause media. Here is our double tap with two fingers to pause or resume media. In other words, you could use this two finger tap, double tap with two fingers to play music or stop music from playing back. I will demonstrate this by going to our YouTube page and activate something on there. Pixel Launcher Open YouTube Minimize, on, captions. I am now on YouTube. What I will do next is search for something by blind Android users. Voice search, button. Blind Android users. YouTube, voice search, button. Showing items 2 to 9 of 63. Blind Android users podcast episode 69. Notification settings and more 54 minutes. Go to channel. There's our blind Android users from last week. Intro to episode 69 to 3 minutes, 10 seconds. Go. I will tap here to play the intro to our episode 69 of the blind Android users podcast. Minimize to the button. Android users channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. There it is playing, and if all I need to do Hello to stop it to is simply double tap with two fingers. I will now double tap with two fingers. And it stopped playing. I'll double tap again with two fingers. Pinto, Fee Dunn, and Doug Cameron. And we're recording on Saturday the 2nd of...
And that is the double tap with two fingers gesture. And you now know what these double tap with two fingers entails. Austin, how do people get hold of us if they want to know more about us and different ways of joining us? For people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. And that concludes our episodes for today. We thank you guys for listening. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. From me, goodbye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.